0: Thanks for tuning in to Flicks and Joysticks, where Grizzly and Daniel sit around and talk about their thoughts and feelings about movies and video games, past, present, and future. And we are here with the episode of Flicks and Joysticks. I'm Chris. And I'm Daniel. And uh, we got a good show lined up for you. Uh, this is going to be part one of a two-part episode, and the the topic of conversation is road to e3 and um, in this episode we're going to be talking about the things that are confirmed that we know about that is going to be there and then in the second episode we'll talk about the things that are rumors or things that we hope we'll see there little speculations always fun mm-hmm. <laughs> and without further ado we'll kick into the news of the day Um, For those of you who are Indiana Jones fans, we have just learned that there will be an Indiana Jones 5 film made, and there is no Shia LaBeouf, so there will not be a young Indiana Jones. And Harrison Ford was quoted saying, when When he dies, Indiana Jones will die. I'm down with that, absolutely. Me too. Thank goodness. And we're going to do a little thing called Retro Throwback. That's where we're going to just, for a few minutes, talk about an old game from the PlayStation 1 and the N64 era or before, and just a game that we used to love and play with our friends, or just for whatever reason, we're going to talk about that. And I'll let Daniel get started with that.
1: Well, the first one for me, it really the one that sticks out, is Gran Turismo, the original Gran Turismo on PlayStation. Games before Racing games before that, you know, you saw them in the arcades.
0: Mm-hmm. You really mm-hmm.
1: did. You saw them in the arcades with the steering wheel, and they were... You know, go through a loop, jump through the fire hoop, you know, things like that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Gran Turismo actually, to my memory, was that real simulator, that first simulator. Mm-hmm. And to have it on console, you play it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it had, I think, around 80 to 100 cars, Yeah. which, it's... that's absurd. I yeah. mean, that's crazy. Especially for its time. Exactly, like, right, yeah. exactly. And, you know, you had some tracks that you might be familiar with or something you hadn't heard. And man, just staying up way too late, <laughs> trying to see—you know—can you beat your last hot lap time? You know mm-hmm. which car was the best, and you could even go in and again on the original PlayStation, tune the cars yeah. and make it like adjustments to, to 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 the engine and the suspension. It was just—it was mind blowing for the time. And of mm-hmm. course, like I said, you just you spent so much time <laughs> fine tuning for that extra half second. You know, <laughs> right, right.
0: But it worked. Yeah, it yep, worked. I loved it. And my throwback is for, I'm going to go a little bit further back for the Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis, if you had one of those. But the game in question is NBA Jam. Yes. I mean, that was the game, that was the basketball game for people who didn't even really like basketball. (laughs) I mean, it's two people, two on two, but um, endless hours of fun. And I just remember I'd have friends come over and we would sit there and play that game for, for hours and yeah. hours. And, then of course, everybody knows the, he's heating up. Yeah, he's on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, you know, and, and it was really cool when you could shatter the glass. If you dunked just right, you could shatter the glass. And, and then, just when they could, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, they came out with Tournament Edition. And the best part about that wasn't the updated player roster. It was, you could enter codes to be, pretty much anybody all
1: kinds of <laughs> people
0: i think bill clinton was yes, on there I, was like, I mean bill clinton
1: was on there
0: <laughs> that was just that was just incredible so
1: yes yes absolutely man it's it's good stuff mm-hmm. little little memories like that man it's 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 man you love it gotta love it
0: and uh, we would love to hear a retro throwback that you have you know uh check out our facebook page or or uh you know just let us know we'd love to hear from you guys yep, absolutely and uh Without further ado, I guess we'll get into the main topic, because we got a lot of stuff here. All right, so everyone, I'm
1: sure if you're listening to this, you're familiar with E3. Basically, very quick roundup, E3 is a giant showcase show. I think it's three days long, Mm -hmm. start to finish, open to close, nothing but new games, releases, hardware even. Right, You know, controller, accessories, stuff like that. Uh, but the biggest the biggest part of the show, definitely the meat and potatoes, is the game reveals. Mm-hmm. And some of these we have and on this confirmed so far, they're not all coming out in 2019. There may be some that are early 2020. But for the most part, they really try to shoot for this year mm-hmm. to capture that hype. Right. You know, they want to draw you in and just set the hook, mm-hmm. man. <clears throat> Real quick before we get into the games, what do you think
0: about Sony not showing up this year?
1: An interesting move... I don't ever think it's a wise move to let one side hold all the cards, especially for more or less, it's going to be a calendar year. Yeah. But if a company with that many, um, how do you want to put it, really smart people mm-hmm. are willing to look around and say, okay, we can do this mm-hmm. and next year we'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. That makes me very excited for twenty twenty three. Exactly. Because yeah. that's going to be Sony's show.
0: Yeah. And, and
1: my, my, my gut's telling me that.
0: And let's be honest, too. I mean, they're great at marketing. I mean, um, the game just came out called Days Gone. I haven't played it or anything, but I saw ads and reviews for that plastered all over everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're, they're good at that. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, let's get into the games here. Uh, we're going to start out with an Xbox fan favorite, mm-hmm. uh, Gears of War 5. and um, Daniel, I'm going to have to let you take this one because I've actually never played any of the Gears games. Okay. Well, I was kind of hoping you wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> because I played Gears of War uh, uh, 3 for
1: about probably a solid two days, mm-hmm. and I was absolutely hated it. Really? I absolutely despised it. It was cover and shoot, cover and shoot. Yeah. It's um, a real like horde mode type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. But I did feel like... It needs to be on here and at mm-hmm. least brought up because it's huge.
0: It and a it, lot of people, a lot of you guys love it. So
1: yeah, it's but, just not. It's not for me. It's mm-hmm, not my thing. Mm-hmm. It's not my thing. Now, one thing that I did want to hit on.
0: Um, <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that one. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs>
1: one thing I do want to hit on, and it was announced, I believe, 2017 at a not a small, I'll say small, but a smaller press conference <clears throat> from Square Enix. Marvel The Avengers game. Yes. Now, this isn't some um, side-scroller or small thing. This is Square Enix, and they also hired, I believe it's Crystal Dynamics, yeah. which is behind Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. All the Tomb Raider, Except yeah. for the last one, possibly, but the new Tomb Raider reboot series, yeah. which we love. Yeah. We love that one. Fantastic. Um, they also did, I believe, Modern Warfare 2? Yeah. And they've got some really good hits. Mm -hmm. And the only few details that have leaked, it's going to to be like a Destiny-style game. And if you're unfamiliar with Destiny, it's very co-op heavy.
0: Right? Wouldn't you agree with that? Yes. But dear Lord, let's hope that they do it right. Because there have been several flops lately with Destiny-style games. And... I mean, it's just you, it's either going to be really good or it's going to be really bad. Yeah. I don't think there's an in between yeah. with those kind of games.
1: Yeah, and and again, the this tiny little details details that have leaked, custom hero abilities. I believe it was up to four player co op. Um, it, it, it was more or less like a leveling system, you know, and uh, like they said something about like a continuous mm-hmm. like new new campaigns or, or new multiplayer co op. Campaign type of deals, things like yeah. that. So it's got the potential.
0: It's uh, got it there. It I mean,
1: how many times have we talked about? Can we be Iron Man? I know, Can we right? please be Iron Man?
0: You know what? <laughs> I I want them to make an Iron Man game. Yes, but I I feel like that would be tough to make without you just being OP. Like true. You know, I mean, true. you're flying around shooting things. I mean, yeah, yeah. Know, it'd be it tough, could but.
1: be, but it, it, it's really interesting to see how like all the Infinity War, like our last cast was about, mm-hmm. was mostly about that, there's still so much excitement still left with that franchise. Yes. There's so much left to mm-hmm. pick from that. And here we go again.
0: Yeah. I mean, this
1: is just the start of something that hadn't come <laughs> out yet, you yeah. know? Very, very exciting. Yeah. Um, and and I'll, I'll go on to the next one, and this is something really, really big for me, is Halo Infinite.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, there's very, very few details actually out about this game. Uh, I think earlier this year there was um, a small trailer. I don't know if, if you gotten a chance to see it. Yeah. It wasn't even really a trailer for the actual game. It was more to show off the new engine. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I believe it's called the Slipstream or slip space engine. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean it, it's a ground up rework, not nothing, you know, bits and pieces from previous engines. This is a ground up build. Nice. And to apply that to what they're calling it's like a soft reboot to Mm -hmm. the franchise they're going to continue the story which thank goodness for that because Halo story yes the multiplayer is great we love multiplayer games we always have Mm -hmm. but and I think you'll agree with me when we buy something it's not solely for online play
0: Exactly. I know there's a lot of you out there that are like that, and that's fine. Kudos to you for, you know, <laughs> the one, Pause on that for a minute. The one great thing about that is I do believe that aspect has drawn in more gamers, yeah. and so for that aspect, I appreciate. I'm appreciative of it, but um, us two guys, we're we're more about the story, yeah, and um,
1: yeah,
0: and 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 co-op or not co-op, but just multiplayer was a heck of a lot more fun. When it was four of us sitting on our couch playing with the with a four with a small section of the yeah, screen, yeah, you know, yeah.
1: four player split, yeah.
0: And then you you look on your uh, friend's screen and see where he is, and that's right. That's right.
1: Then you got to fight and argue about that. <laughs> yeah, you might lose so. a friend for a day or two till <laughs> yeah. school next day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you,
0: you Fortnite players don't get the full <laughs> multiplayer experience. You don't here. even know. You don't <laughs> even know.
1: But that one's that one's really really exciting for me personally, and obviously you know it's Halo. It's huge.
0: Well, and you can you can count on Halo to just have uh, amazing gameplay, gunplay, and um, I mean, you can get the Master Chief Collection for current gen, and you can play Halo One, which came out for the original Xbox, and it doesn't feel that old. Yep. It. I mean, you, if you play the newer Halos, it obviously you can tell the difference, but it's like it's it's held up well yeah. over time, yeah. and that's the first Halo. Yeah. So yeah,
1: it's incredible. It's incredible.
0: Absolutely. Okay. This is one I'm I want to be excited about, <laughs> but there is a aspect of it that I'm not so sure, and that is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, we are huge Star Wars fans, yes. and the premise of this sounds incredible. Yes. But two letters. <laughs> I think you know them. E, A. Yep. yep. And uh, man, I don't. I really I really held out hope for the Last Battlefront 2. When Battlefront 2 came out, I had high hopes, high expectations, and when it came out, I even overlooked all the loot box crap cuz I didn't really care about that much cuz I I mean, I'm not a I'm not going to pay anything to make my character look different. So, I mean, yeah. I'm just I'm just not that guy. But yeah. um uh but it, I just I would play it and think, I guess I'll play another round. Mm-hmm. And then I would play another round, and then I would just be like, I'm over this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's Star Wars. Yeah. I should be sucked into it, mm-hmm. engrossed in it. Absolutely. So, I know this isn't a multiplayer game like that, so hopefully, and uh, Respawn is actually making it, So and that's the makers of Titanfall and Titanfall 2, but so hopefully EA will Keep their just, paws out. Just of it. Just lift that thumb know, off what? a little bit. Yeah,
1: and that—that's the thing that, that that, it, like you said, it's Star Wars, infinite possibilities, mm-hmm. huge following. You have you have all these ingredients to make something great, but you got this one sour stain of EA, and it's every <laughs> single time, mm-hmm. you know. And and on what you said about Battlefront 2, it's it's not like the gameplay. Looked bad. It was
0: beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Gorgeous. The
1: sounds beautiful, mm-hmm. but there was so little depth mm-hmm. and so little range of what you could do. I mean, it's been a while since I played, but what was it? You could pick between just four classes. Yeah,
0: and I, there, I didn't feel like I was powerful. Right. Like I know right. that you shouldn't feel overpowered or right. something like that, but it just felt like it. It wasn't fun to kill people. Yep. It felt more like a chore than it yep. did a game. So to, to me. It
1: played too much like a uh, put a quarter in the slots. Mm-hmm. You got three lives and yeah. see how long at Chuck E. Cheese you can survive. <laughs> yeah, I mean exactly. it really felt kind of like it that. It did too. feel like that. It really did. So, yeah, big big hopes, but I think we're both gonna hi- kind <laughs> of uh, not bite too hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might wait until it goes on sale. Or yes, so absolutely,
1: <laughs> absolutely. Now this one, I uh, shame to say, I'm ashamed to say. I'm really unfamiliar with, and that's Doom. The whole Doom franchise, actually, but there's actually going to be Doom Eternal, which is a sequel to the reboot. They I believe so. I okay. Believe so,
0: and and I didn't play the old school Dooms, mm-hmm. but I did play the Doom reboot that came out a couple of years ago, okay. and the gunplay was fantastic. Oh the wow! Graphics. It was so. It's so fast. It's fast paced. Oh okay. like, I don't think you have to sprint because it's like you feel like you're running the I whole time you. anyways but it's it's bru- gruesome gory mm-hmm. you beat up demons and shoot them and they explode I mean <laughs> wow. it, I mean it, it's just good unclean fun you so know? it doesn't try and, to hide what it's trying right, to be it's not sort of right. ashamed of it I got you and so I'm actually pretty stoked about Doom Eternal it may not be one I pick up when it, right when it comes out but mm-hmm. it's definitely something to watch out for because they've done a really good job of, of the Doom of re- reinventing the doom well it, it, it it's
1: it's been around since what the was it the early 90s no, i can i
0: early know it's it 90s? 90s at least and yeah. it was like one of the first fps games on the computer yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah exactly yeah so i mean you have that huge following mm-hmm. and and I, and I tried doing a little research on it just to be able to you know contribute something yeah. but i i think it's one of those i don't want to say it has a cult following mm-hmm. but it's like a low key Big following, too. Yeah. and I, and yeah. I, of course, I'm not a part of that following. But the more you look into it, you're like, wow, this, this could be one of the, uh, the sneaky goods yeah. of of this coming or early next year. Mm-hmm. It really, it really could be.
0: Yeah, it
1: really could be. I need to get on that reboot. I guess if there's ever a time to come in,
0: well, man, I think it's like. Twenty bucks tops oh, okay. right now, brand new for because I think it's a PlayStation hit or uh, I don't know, Xbox. There's Xbox Two hits or something like that.
1: Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> I'm
0: gonna have to get on
1: that one. Yeah. All right. Now, now the next one, and you know, if if you got kids, it's pretty much impossible. Especially if you know gamer dads come along, <laughs> it's pretty much impossible to avoid anything Nintendo. I mean, we grew up with Nintendo. We want to share that with our kids. Luigi Mansion 3. Now, are you familiar with any Luigi Mansions? I am, but
0: I didn't actually know there was a 2. Oh, really? (laughs) I just
1: know about the first one. But, yes. Yeah, it's it's like a puzzle game. Mm -hmm. It's it's not your side-scroller Super Mario. It's not that at all. Familiar characters, some Mm -hmm. new, some old. And it, it, it's puzzles, it's clues, it's a little mystery, a little spooky, a little scary, but nothing over the top. Right. But it is a really solid, fun little game. It is. It, it is. It really fantastic. is. And that Luigi Mansion 3. Now, it's coming to the Switch. hmm I don't know if it's coming out for, like, the, the uh, Nintendo DSs. Right. I didn't see anything about that. Yeah. But with as much room as they have to take it from, like, the DS onto the Switch... I think this might be another one. Oh,
0: so the one they made for the Switch was called Dark Moon, I believe. Is that Oh, two? is that what it was? I think that might have been 2 because the original Luigi's Mansion was on GameCube.
1: Oh, okay. So,
0: I, And that's the one I played. Okay. But
1: well, my boys, they have the DS. Yeah. And they have one of them. I thought I thought it was the second one they had. It might be because I, I
0: think that was the second one. Yeah.
1: And it's definitely one of those where it's like, Dad, come beat this for me. I don't know what to <laughs> do. And you're like, okay, I'll do
0: it. 30 minutes later you're still really not <laughs> sure what you're doing but you won't tell them that and, but, and you can count on nintendo to make quirky games that are incredibly fun yep. like yep. I mean, for that, all ages yes yeah you so.
1: might sneak in and steal the game boy about right, oh, right. 11 o'clock at night just to beat that last one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: yeah but it, it really really could be something that it's never going to sell like call of duty It's never going to sell, you know, a hundred million or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But, and this is something that, you know, I'm sure you've ran into talking games and movies and stuff like that with other people. Just because it doesn't sell a billion copies or makes a billion dollars doesn't make it bad.
0: Not at all. At all.
1: Not at all. And and man, I just, I I really, I don't want to say I have high hopes, but
0: I have a good feeling that Mm -hmm. that was going to be pretty solid, Mm -hmm. pretty solid. Um, and the next game which I'm pretty stoked about because I played all the other ones and that's Borderlands 3 and um, and from what it looks like it doesn't look like they've changed a lot it just looks like they kind of amped it up with the graphics and and all the loot and stuff which I I, I mean that as a compliment because it was such a good it's such a good franchise especially too that um that I, did, I don't want something completely different. Mm-hmm. I want more Borderlands mm-hmm. just, just updated, I guess, yeah. if you will. Let me ask you a question. Do you
1: feel like that doesn't happen enough to where there's a formula and it works, even if it's been working for two games? Do you feel like that doesn't happen enough?
0: I do, but I also understand the want to change some things because you don't want people to get bored because they feel like they've done this before but at the same time you want them to know how to do it if they've done it before and so it's I think it's a very fine tricky line mm-hmm. to to get that balance of new and familiar and and I lean on the side of like if it's if it's a sequel then especially a game like this then don't change the the gameplay part just change the stories and Give me fresh stories, fresh characters, fresh loot, and stuff like that. But Mm don't, you know, well, now we're using this button to shoot instead of this. You know what I mean? like, There's just not really a a reason for all that. I I, I think
1: I have a good example of what you're talking about. And you're right, it is a very difficult balance because an example of how to screw that up is Assassin's Creed Unity. Mm Mm-hmm. You went from, you know, uh, the Brotherhood and all the Ezio Trilogy, then to Connor, and then Black Flag. And it was all pretty much the same combat mechanics, which I loved. Still um. do. Still do. But then Unity totally flipped everything on its head.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and like, not in a good way.
1: Not in a good way at all. Right. It, it bombed pretty mm-hmm. bad. It sold copies at first, but mm-hmm. dude, it fell off the cliff. Yeah. And that was one of the main reasons. One of the, I mean, of course, it had issues with, you know, things not loading up and that infamous... Um, eyeball and mouth monster where the guy's head didn't phase in or something, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. but a good example of that is like with the uh, Batman Arkham Asylum Arkham City and then Knight Mm -hmm. if you go back and play and I have the remastered ones, if you Mm -hmm. go back and play Arkham Asylum and then you work your way all the way through Arkham Knight it's familiar Mm -hmm. it has changed but it's not really changed as much as it's grown,
0: exactly and I love yeah. Exactly.
1: Love that. Love that. Uh, and one last one here, and this one, I, it's Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. So it's got it's it's got potential behind it. Yeah. Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint. Now this isn't a sequel to Wildlands. It's its own. I don't want to say standalone because it's still Ghost Recon, but it's own new game.
0: Is it set up like Wildland, you think?
1: It is open world. Mm -hmm. It is, um, what I saw the notes on it, uh, you can go between first person or third person. Okay. Okay. Uh, Very heavy multiplayer. Mm -hmm. Very heavy multiplayer, which is fine. But the one note that I did see that was interesting, and I don't know if it's been confirmed because... One source says yes, (laughs) the other source says maybe, but that the campaign is actually going to be on a second disc. Hmm. It's included, but you don't have to install it. You can just install multiplayer. And it's been a while since I've seen a two-disc game.
0: Yeah. It's been (laughs) a while,
1: true. And I thought that was interesting. Now, I I didn't play Wildlands at all,
0: but it did get pretty solid reviews. I played it for a little while, and I... I, don't, I think the reason I quit playing it was one, I think I wanted you to get it. And I think I just said, okay, I'm going to put this down until Daniel gets it. But then I got distracted by a bunch of other games. And then it just kind of fell by the wayside. And I, I played it for, you know, probably 10 hours or so. And, and, and it, it seemed really fun. But I, mm-hmm. but definitely, it's going to be one to play with your friends yeah. more so than just a by yourself thing. Yeah. So I can, I can totally see that. Yeah.
1: And, uh, and, and, I think this trend has probably been going on for, I mean, probably the better part of probably 10 years at least. The more E3s, the more years that go by, the more of these either sequel titles or brand new games that come out, the multiplayer uh, side of it is only going to grow larger. It's already huge now. Yeah. And it's actually, in my opinion, probably the biggest seller Numbers wise, yeah, you know, and, and that's fine. I mean, you know, with the age of the internet and how easily anybody can hook up and get online, yeah, that's only going to grow. But I, I think with titles like God of War and Spider Man and things like that, we've talked about, as long as they don't give up on that campaign,
0: please, don't for give any up. of it, we're going to be all right. <laughs> well, here's why I don't think they will, because you've got guys and girls our age. Who love the story games. Yep. I mean, some of us love the multiplayer, all that, but you got our age who love the story games, and we're better off financially, so we're more apt to buy more games. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say I don't think it'll, it'll disappear. Mm-hmm. I think because it's still strong, it's still thriving. And, and I don't think we've seen less single-player games. We've just seen more multiplayer games. I'd agree so, with that. So would that. That's good to know.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, and every now and then you'll get, a, like, a game like Fortnite for, you know, whatever reason. They make, <laughs> you know, billions of dollars in the mm. past two years or however yeah. long it's been. And that's, like, the big elephant that just pushes its way in. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't minimalize what that these, like, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Yes, it has multiplayer. That's not why people bought no. that. It, no. <laughs> it, it's not. It's not. But, yeah, it's... Um, it's, it's definitely something, and I think we'll see this at E3 a lot, I think the multiplayer side of it, it'll become more than just logging on, booting up, and playing with friends. I think it's going to go deeper and, and deeper and maybe even possibly change mm-hmm. how, how, how we, as consumers, reflect um, against what we want, mm-hmm. you know, And as like you said, as long or as I guess as we said, as long as you don't give up on that campaign Mm -hmm. for whatever it is, and even if it's something brand new, hey, I'll buy it if it looks great, if it looks interesting. Yeah. But there's still a big market for people that don't want multiplayer that don't care. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I like multiplayer, but when I play Call of Duty or something like that. You know, There's people you see that have the headphones and, and, and they're you know, 400 bucks and all <laughs> that other stuff. Dude, I turn on my radio and listen to music and just yeah. relax. That's yeah. multiplayer for me.
0: Yeah.
1: It's such a big market. It's such a big mix of everything. I think they're smart enough to see that those big hits just for campaign and for multiplayer, there's big enough pull on both sides to keep pushing them
0: out. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, guys. I think we're going to wrap up here. This first part of E Road to E three, the confirmed. And uh, stay tuned as we will uh, do a podcast about the rumors. So, we'll leave you with this quip: The journey of a thousand footsteps is made infinitely easier with a car. Thanks, guys, and God bless. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to Flicks and Joysticks. If you enjoyed today's episode please click the subscribe button below to never miss an episode. And don't forget to like us on Facebook.